wrestling fans, at this time, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce what you have been waiting for. So you can shut up and realize I am not the flavor of the month. I am not the next big thing in the WWE. I'm the only thing. I'm the only thing that matters because I am the best in the world at what I do. I'll say it again. I'm the best in the world at what I do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? And you're listening to The Dog House with me, the Dirty Dog Darcy, over at MainEventStatus.com. What the hell am I looking at? When does this happen in the movie? Now. You're looking at now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past? When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? I missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And on this podcast, I talk about anything that's on my mind. Movies, wrestling, music, pop culture, politics, whatever. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Did you see it? What is it? We got it! What is it? Will there be any more of them? I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Now let's get into the podcast. Keep firing, assholes! Or you could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Enough, I get the point. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. turn to when you're stressed out do you go talk to a certain person do you go to a certain pet do you go to a movie the movie theater do you go for a walk do you go for a drive do you listen to music anyways there's many different things one could do to relieve stress and there's different answers for different people Which is awesome because today I'm talking about music. I respect to, I turn to music a lot. I love listening to music when I'm happy, such as I love listening to Jimmy Buffett. When I'm thinking of a flame, I love turning to Elton John. When I need motivation to get up and get going, or when I'm angry, I like listening to Fozzie. Crank up, the, crank up the earbuds and get going. As of late, I've been turning to John Mellencamp. 
And he's in the same category as Elton John. If you listen to my Elton John review, a couple Doghouse podcasts back. And before I go further, welcome to the Doghouse podcast. I am the Dirty Dog Darcy. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Thank you for downloading to hear me blab for a while. As of late, yeah, like I've been saying, I've been turning to John Mellencamp. He's in the same category as Elton John, like I mentioned a couple podcasts back, when I reviewed an Elton John album. When I was growing up, Mama D had one of John Mellencamp's greatest albums, and man, I could care less about him back back in the day. In, car, in Long Car Rides, one of the CDs that got circulated into Mama D's uh, stereo was Elton John's greatest hits album, after John, uh, John Mellencamp's greatest his, hits album, and all that, and at, back then, I didn't, I didn't appreciate his music. I didn't appreciate the Cougar. And I didn't, you know, didn't give him much time, thought, or anything. His beats and his lyrics never caught my heart or ear back then. Growing older and growing up, I started to appreciate John Mellencamp and his music. The drum beats, to the guitars, to the vocals, to the lyrics, all of that caught my ear and later on caught my heart. I say that because I find a lot of thought, a lot of philosophy behind the lyrics. There's times I would sit down with a certain song, you know, play it up and go with my, my headphones. I've been reading his lyrics online, go along with the song, and then it hits me that there's the John and whoever else helped him write that song, certain song I was listening to. There was a lot of thought put behind the lyrics. And a lot of times, as for me, I don't really pay attention to that when I'm, you know, say in a car ride, listening to music with people listen to my iPod at work, when I have music on, whatever else. I really don't catch stuff like that unless I actually purposely sit down and, I guess, dig into it. There are, there are four songs of John Mellencamp's that's been helping me out a lot as of late. The four songs are, they'll be kind of talking about breaking down this podcast. I don't know how long this will be. You know, but whatever. The four songs are John Ma- or Jack and Diane, Troubled Man, The Isolation of Mister, and Longest Days. I'm gonna be breaking down each of these songs, and when I hear these songs, what goes throughout my head, and kind of what's why these four songs got me a thinking a lot. The last several weeks. Thank you very much. I've been doing this song for a lot of years. I don't even know why I do this song anymore, except that I think that I that the people want to hear it. So. Jack Diane To make kids Growing up In the heartland 
Jackie gonna be football star. Diane steps on back seat of Jackie's car. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. That doesn't come in now. There's another verse and then that part comes in. <laughs> Second hot chili dog outside the taste breeze. Dancing on Jackie's lap, God's hands between the knees. Jackie said, I am just run off behind the shade trees. Dripping off those barber books, girl, let me do what I please now. Jack and Diane, a song about two American kids growing up in the heartland. The first song I'll be talking about is Jack and Diane. I pick 
I'm picking Jack and Diane or the to go first or the four songs because I feel like, at least for me, Jack and Diane is most well known out of people who really don't know much about John Mellencamp or his music. To me, Jack and Diane is a catchy tune and has a catchy chorus. I also got put on, like I said, a bunch of greatest hits albums and brings a lot to my mind to think about. The chorus definitely catches me and has caught me lately. Now, read the chorus. Oh yeah, life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Oh yeah, they say life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. It appears to me that Mellencamp is getting uh, getting to that life doesn't stop for nothing or nobody. In our darkest of days or our brightest of days, our busiest of days or even our slowest of days, the beat goes on. I say that because work's been busy for me lately. We've been put in 50, years, 50 plus hour weeks. And everybody at work's been tired, been cranky, been unpleasant to deal with, especially me. And hearing Jack and Diane and John singing, life goes on, even after the thrill of living is gone, that it gets me, it gets me thinking about that life goes on. Life ain't going to stop because I'm having a bad day. I'm having a good day. This person doesn't want to hang out with me because they're busy. This person said we're going to hang out and didn't happen. Life goes on no matter what. And granted, Jack and Diane's more about, I guess, a love song in, in a sense. It can be broken down into, like I'm saying, that anything and everything in life, no matter what life goes on, long after a thrill, of living is gone. Another part of the song that really gets to me is the bridge. Uh, because, well, I'll just read the bridge and riff off that. Gonna let it rock, let it roll. Let the Bible Belt come down and save my soul. Hold on to 16 as long as you can. Changes come around real soon. Make us women and men. I love the bridge because when I was 16, I wanted to hurt and grow up and live life on my own. Now, being 16 was 12 years ago for me as of recording this podcast. I would love to go back to being 16, not having that many responsibilities other than going to school, high school, going to my part-time job, making money to pay gas, pay my car insurance, and whatever other money I have, I can do whatever with. When, I guess, yeah, the bridge also speaks a lot to me because uh, changes come around real soon, make us women and men. And John Mellencamp mentions being 16. And for a lot of people, being 16... They're going to graduate high school within two or so years. And for me, life changed 
greatly and became helped me become a man when I moved off to college. Learning to live out on my own, learning to stand on my own two feet, learning how to make friends on my own, learning how to deal with rejection from friends, rejection from women, rejection from work or whatever else, that when I became an adult, I had to learn how to do things on my own. And when I was 16, like in the bridge, I didn't think much about that. I was so used to having mom, my brothers, my family helping me out with different things. And, yeah, I just wish that, like what John Mellencamp said in the bridge, I wish I would have hold on to 16 as long as I can. I wish I would have enjoyed being 16. I wish I would have enjoyed having my youth, be growing, up in, growing up to graduation from high school when I didn't have as many responsibilities where I could enjoy life and... Yeah, just enjoy life, not to really deal with much or many other consequences that dealt with being an adult that we have to deal with nowadays.
up on the east side, people down gravel road. People of many colors, the stories will never be told. Too late came too early for me to face myself. I am a troubled man. The next song I want to talk about is off the Plain Spoken album that came out in 2014. The first track, Troubled Man. I really, really, really love this song because I feel like there's any song that can that sums up my life in through three, four minutes has to be Troubled Man. I feel like like I said, this Troubled Man is off the Plain Spoken album, and I feel like this album is John Mellencamp's words of wisdom to his fans in his eldered state, giving us advice from what worked and didn't work throughout his life. And because of that, I have to open up a pop, a soda, a deeper, darker dew, a Mountain Dew Black Label. Because, like I said, this song, I feel like I can relate to every line, every stanza. Riveting podcast, hear me drink a pop. Now the first stanza, it goes, or part of the first stanza goes, Malakap sings, I've always found trouble, even at my best. No hope, no hopes to get better. Till they put me down to rest. To me, I feel like Mellencamp is trying to say, no matter how hard one tries to better themselves, trouble finds that person. For me, no matter how hard I try to better myself, trouble finds me. At my best, <laughs> trouble finds me. At my worst, trouble's there. Times I tr- always try to crack my faults, my flaws, whatever whatever negativity that I have, it always makes something else comes up. More trouble turns around, turns that corner and comes and finds me. But I feel like that's part of being human. No matter what, trouble is there when we don't want it to be there. And I feel like that's why I really like this song. That, well, let me pull up the, pull up the Lyrics, yeah, that yeah, John sings a lot. I am a troubled man. I am a troubled man. So many things have fallen through my hands. 
I am a troubled man. No matter how hard we try our best to, I don't know, work on a friendship and might not work out. Work on a relationship with a lover, might not work out. Start a job, doesn't really work out. Whatever else. We always feel like we are a troubled man, troubled woman, troubled child, troubled soul. And I feel like Mellencamp captures that greatly with his song. If you guys haven't heard of this song, I'll definitely go, I'd highly suggest to go out and check it out. Another thing that I really like, love about the song is the second verse. I feel like I can connect to the second verse because I tend to beat myself up for my flaws. But who doesn't? A uh, couple of lines from the second verse that I really love are anxiety and sorrow underneath my skin. Self-destruction and failure have beat my head in. I feel like this, yeah, the, obviously the verse goes on, but I'm sure you guys can see where I'm going with this. We all, I, I put on a mask for the world, for they won't necessarily see what I'm struggling with underneath this, underneath my skin. Fail, you know, my failures usually beats me down, and I tend to beat myself up for it. And, yeah, self-destruction and failure. Who, who doesn't get in, get in the way of different things, and things don't work because they got in the way. I've made many of friends angry because I tend to get in the way. I tend to piss them off, and then they chew me out for it, saying, hey, you complain because you feel like I never make time for you yet, you act this way and tend to take that into consideration, wondering why I don't want to hang out with you. So, I don't know how I feel like, you know, like I said, anxiety and sorrow underneath my skin. There are many things people hide, not to let people know about. And, I don't know, I feel like kind of tied in with the Elton John podcast I did two podcasts back. Be honest with people. You know, we need to find those people who we can be honest and upfront with to do life with, to share life with, and not let anxiety and sorrow barrel up underneath our skin and let it eat us up alive, eat us up underneath our skin. We should go and, and we're all troubled, men, women. We're all troubled souls, and we all need one another. And I guess to tie in, like I said earlier, I am a lot like John Mellencamp. In the end, I am a troubled man. A lot of these songs that I've uh, written for this record uh, just kind of came to me in a, like, uh, what I call channeling. So I don't really sit down and think, you know, oh, I'm going to write a song about this. So I let John Mellencamp just get out of the way and let the songs come to me. And sometimes the songs come so fast that I can't even write them down. It's coming so quickly. Uh, when I was younger, I used to try to direct traffic and go, no, 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 the song's got to go this way. But as I got older, 
I found out it was best just to get out of the way and let whatever is sending me these songs send them to me. And I think this song is about people... It's an age-appropriate song for people my age and about men in particular who have regrets in their life.
love them, leave them, and forget them. Don't worry about them when they're gone. That's the way I always played it. But maybe I played it all wrong. Been so different about so many things. About my time and my rage. Thought I was living a life of freedom. But I was living in a cage. And the cage breaking is over still. So many nights I did not untie. They came undone by my thoughts. And here's the reason why. Saw so many lovers walk out that door. Never cared about being lonely. Cause she didn't love me no more. I said, go away, go away. Cause I'm quitting on you today The third song I want to talk about is The Isolation of Mister. This is another song off of John Mellencamp's Plain Spoken album. And the first time I heard Isolation of Mister, it caught my ear and mind. I fell in love with it right away. I've watched a YouTube video with John Mellencamp that iHeartRadio put out of a in-studio personal concert of him, and, he, and John would talk a little bit about each, most of the songs that he was, you know, playing, and also to plug the Plain Spoken album. And in the iHeartRadio, um, iHeartRadio concert I found, that which I'll be linking to the show notes for you guys to check out, John talked about this song, and he mentioned that this song speaks about a guy his age, early 60s, looking back at his life and seeing life filled with regrets. I mention that because I'm in my upper 20s and I have regrets in my life. And I feel like no matter one's age, they have regrets in their life. So I feel like anybody and everybody can relate to John Mellencamp in that. If you look back at their life, they're going to find regrets. And I feel like this song can relate to anybody and everybody. One thing about this song is one of the stanzas in the, it goes, part of the stanza goes, I always felt sorrow was a lesson. I always felt like I needed to feel the pain. I thought happiness was a transgression. I just took it as it came. I never wanted to say too much to other people I did not understand. That was the first half of the second stanza, and I can relate, relate to that 
hardcore. What got me into the sun was that when I tried to hang out with friends and do stuff with, with them, and they're too busy with life, hanging out with other friends, getting to know other friends, relationships, so on and so forth, I tend to beat myself up, beat myself up and get down about it when I shouldn't. You know, we all are busy. We all, you know, life gets busy. We don't have the time that we like to do hang out with people who want to spend time with us and pursue us and all that fun stuff. At times I beat myself up for that and like John said, I feel like I need I felt like I needed to feel that pain of being lonely and like I don't have any friends, which ain't the case. Another thing I like about the part of the stanza I read was about happiness being a transgression and taking it as it came. And to me, that hits deep. This John Mellon kept talking about happiness as a violation of the law, a sin perhaps. I really don't know. I connect to that, that those two lines. I thought happiness was a transgression. I took it as it came because a lot of times... I find myself at work you know, when I have when I'm happy at work, when I laugh at work, I take it as it comes. I take happiness as it comes. I take talking to people who I enjoy talking to as it comes. And lately I've been telling myself, you know, I would like to talk to this person a lot more but can't because of work. I like Love to talk to that person more and get to know that person more, but I can't because of life. And times I can spend with those two people or whoever else, I need to enjoy that, enjoy it, and value that time I get, even if it's a couple text messages once a week, if it if it's all talking at our eight o'clock break, if it means sitting at lunch and chatting it up and that's a time we get to get to know one another get to know one another I'm going to take it I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to get down about it when I'm at home and I'm thinking about it I'm going to value the time I get with people and be happy about it and why get myself down when they're busy. When I'm busy, life gets busy. We all get busy. One thing I do appreciate about the isolation of Mr. Zeland stanza. This song is broke, broken up into three different stanzas. The last stanza speaks tons to me because I feel like John Mellencamp is telling me about living life and how he may have lived his life wrong because he never really cared about life, never cared about friendships, relationships, whatever else. It hit me because I often find myself not caring about friends, about relationships, about people. And why should I get worked up about and get down about people who 
I feel like don't make time to get to know me and hang out with me. Why not turn around and give that give that time to other people who I know will give that time back to me? If that makes any sense. If person A is busy next weekend to hang out, why not turn to the person Z and hang out with person Z because I know person Z will be willing to make time to hang out with me. And I feel like Mellencamp is saying that in the last stanza. That don't get down and not care because you didn't get what you want out of life. Everybody doesn't get what they want out of life. So... Stop caring about, or not care about people ain't going to get you anywhere in life. Care about people, and care about people who care about you. I feel like that is one of the other things that comes out of isolation of Mr. is that. That, you know, we all have regrets, and let's try not to have that many regrets in our life let's spend that time with people who are willing to spend time with us at least that's what i get out of currently why i get out of isolation of mister off the plain spoken album the last one i want to talk about for this podcast is called longest days and i've been thinking how did john melancholy explain this song then it hit me about the iHeartRadio in-studio concert I mentioned earlier. I'll be linking to the show notes. Let me kick it to John Mellencamp on his explanation of the backstory behind Longest Days. Um, my grandmother lived to be... This is the last time I'm ever telling this story. I've told this story so many times, this will be the last time you'll ever hear this story come out of my mouth, I hope. Uh, But my grandmother lived to be 100 years old. And uh, it was in the spring, and she would call me up in the afternoons, and she'd go, John. Actually, she'd call me up and she'd go, Buddy, because she always called me Buddy. She never called me John. And... uh, She'd say, buddy, why don't you come over this afternoon and spend the afternoon with me? I'm not going to be here much longer. So I'd drive over there, you know, to her house, and, uh, and I'd lay in bed with her. She wanted me to lay in bed. She was bedridden, and I'd lay next to her, and we'd talk, and she'd tell me about, you know, uh, oh, she'd tell me about the Great Depression, or she'd tell me about, you know, when everybody got electricity, rule uh rural electrification when the rural areas finally got electricity she saw all those things happen and uh, one day she said you know buddy if you don't stop that smoking and cussing you're not going to get into heaven and I went ah grandma you know and she goes well I'm not kidding you know if you don't stop that smoking and cussing I said you'll already be up there you get me in right the fix will be in when I get there she goes, I'm not sure it works like that. Maybe we need to pray. So I said, okay, let's pray. So uh, she looked at me and she said, well, get on your hands and knees. What? You know, get down by the side of the bed and 
get on your knees and put your hands together. Uh, like I'm 40 years old. I'm not like a little kid in this hat. So I get on the side of the bed. She starts to pray. And it's like maybe like the Lord's Prayer is how it started out. You know, and then she gets going, and it's pretty normal. And all of a sudden, her voice starts to raise. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, she's talking like this. And the next thing she says is, me and Buddy are ready to come home. (laughs) What? Me and Buddy are ready to come home. Grandma, Buddy is not ready to come home. (laughs) Buddy has a lot more sinning he intends on doing. A lot more trouble to raise. Because it's just like you to say something like that, Buddy, at a time like this. And then something really strange happened. She, uh, her face took on that of, of a child. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Buddy... You're going to find out real soon, really soon, that life is short, even in its longest days. Seems like once upon a time ago, that's where I was supposed to be. My vision was true, my heart was true There was no end to what I could dream Walk like a hero to the setting sun And everyone called out my name And death to me was just a mystery Because I was too busy raising up okay. Nothing lasts forever Your best efforts Don't pay Sometimes you get sick And you won't get better That's when life is short Even in its Longest days So you pretend Not to notice Everything around you has changed The way that you look To the friends you once had So you keep on acting the same Deep down in your soul, you know You got no flame And who knows then Which way to go Life is short, even in its longest days. All I got here is a rhythm in. Reflections of where I've been. Tell yourself I'll be back up on top someday But you know there's nothing 
waiting up there for you anyway Cause nothing lasts forever And when your best efforts don't pay Sometimes you get sick and you won't get better Life is short Even in its longest days Life is short Even in its longest days You just heard his, his explanation and the song Longest Days. Longest Days got to me because I often wish certain days or friendship friendships last lasted longer than what they have, if not forever. And that simply can't happen because that ain't life. Like I was saying earlier with, with Jack and Diane, you know, life goes on and it sucks, yeah, but that's part of life. One thing I loved about Longest Days, as you guys heard in the song, sometimes when I give my best, it doesn't always pay out. Sometimes people get sick and they simply don't get better. Who could it relate to those two lines? We all give in our best at work and somebody else got that promotion. Sometimes we gave our best to a certain friendship and it doesn't work out. Sometimes we've given our best to a certain love relationship, love interest, and it doesn't really work out. Sometimes people get sick and they don't get better. Sometimes a grandparent gets cancer and they pass away. That's the circle of life, I suppose, as Elton John once sung. John Mellencamp sings about how how short life is, even in the hardest, the longest of days. And that's when it hit me. My grumpiest of days, my crappiest of days, my shattiest of days, this ain't going to last forever. Things might get better, things might not get better. Oftentimes at work, um... You know, having a bad day in a bad spot when things aren't going the greatest. I always tell myself, when I clock out for the night, when I go home and relax from, you know, relax for the night, about to get some sleep, it ain't going to matter what happened at work. That don't define me. And I notice that the next day when I wake up that, that long day that I just experienced the day before, it's done. It didn't last forever. Life goes on, as Melon kept on son and Jack and Diane. That's one thing I really, really, really love about Longest Days, and I'm happy I stumbled upon it, and I'm digging it. Because when I feel blue, when I feel down, when I get depressed... I love listening to Longest Days because it speaks to me, tells me that that 
things will get better. This son tells me that life ain't what I thought it'll be. It's no fairy tale, no matter how hard I try to do tell myself that and deceive myself into believing that. Deep down inside, I gotta keep going forward if it's easy or if it's not. That's just the way life is. One stanza I really liked is the one stanza that goes, so you pretend not to notice that everything has changed. The way you look and the friends you once had, so you keep on acting the same. Deep down your soul, you know you you ain't got no flame. And who knows then which way to go. Life is short, even in its longest days. Those two stanzas speak volumes to me, like I was saying earlier. That at times I wish certain like I wish college, my college days, my first like my second year in college, I wish days were Days that that was happening right now, that I had all those best friends that I used to have. I wish I just had to go to class a couple days a week, you know, go to work a couple days a week, had the weekends off to do homework, catch up with friends. But everything has changed. We all've got we all've gotten older, gotten different responsibilities. We all have full time jobs. I look different. The friends I once had are different. We all are in different life stages. It's silly for me to keep acting the same. To wish that when I was nineteen twenty once again. That was almost a decade ago. Deep down in my soul, I got no flame. I don't know if John was talking about love and trust. I don't know if he's talking about that fire one has to be as successful in life as it can be and who knows then which way to go I suppose John is talking about when you're at a crossroad and you gotta go left or you gotta go right nothing inside is telling you which way to go in those days life is short even in the it's even in its longest days, and I really love I guess yeah the main chorus, the last stanza. Nothing lasts forever, and your best efforts don't always pay. Sometimes you get sick, and you don't get better. That's when life is short, even in its longest days. Life is short, even in its longest days. And I want you guys to remember that no matter what, nothing ain't going to last forever. Life ain't going to always be easy. Life ain't always going to be hard. Life ain't always going to rain up on you. Life ain't always going to be sunny. Nothing lasts forever. Our best efforts don't always pay for us. Our health ain't always going to be there. Life is short, even in its longest days.
Because backstage we were talking, and this thing is ridiculous. Of course, you, did you come up with it? It was your high school buddy? Yeah, when I was uh, in college, I actually just started wrestling. I had a roommate, and we would always, we were obsessed with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Who wasn't? And who, who wasn't? Who isn't? Like, just how geniusly awesome slash bad he was. So any song that came on the radio, I would change the lyrics of the chorus to Van Damme's name. Yeah, yeah, and sure. just whatever was playing at the time, I would just transpose the lyrics. So yeah, I was always listening to a lot of like '80s songs. Who wasn't um, at the time? Exactly. So I mean, would you like to hear one just of those? Give, just give a couple. Well, of it just happens. We might be a microphone. Here. We always have a mic here ready to go. Yeah, so it would be. Yeah, it'd be like you know, uh, can't touch this. The MC Hammer classic. Yeah. Um, you know, we can lay it down. Maybe you can give me some quest. Claude Van Dam. Claude Van Dam. Claude Van Damme. Claude Van They come as running just as fast as they can. Cause every girl's crazy about a Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme, oh, oh, oh. Claude Van Damme is in town, oh, oh, oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme, oh, oh, oh. Claude Van Damme is in town, oh, oh, oh. Yeah! I'm talking about my man. Well, I was thinking one of you hit the high notes doing when you were playing uh, 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 I'm Going Hungry. Uh, 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 Temple of the Dog? Temple of the Dog. Hunger Strike. Use the high note. Tying up these four songs of John Mellencamp and to wrap up this podcast, John Cougar Mellencamp got me thinking deep about life. Life doesn't won't go the way I want it to go. We got to give our life our best and be there for one another when we need each other. From friends to family to lovers, we all need one another. We can't get down when certain friends don't want to make time for us. And we can't place our happiness in that. We got to go out and make other friends. Go out and spend time with, with certain friends who, are, who we know for sure will make time for us. And that's what I feel like I'm trying to tell you guys about. Is that John Mellencamp has spoken to me tremendously the last several weeks through his music through his lyrics through me sitting down taking time thinking through his lyrics and that life is hard life goes on we might be going through a troubled time right now but life is hard and we all need one another to help get through life I hope this podcast has helped you out in some way as a listener, even if it's a maybe more of an appreciation for John Mellencamp. Maybe it's an appreciation for thinking. Maybe it's an appreciation of listening to me babbling, but hey, that's all right. I'm not going to place my happiness on that. I will say I do these podcasts because I love doing them, 
I hope you guys listen to it because you love hearing me babble about thinking, about wrestling, about whatever else I feel like doing a podcast on. So, I might as well do some plugs. As you guys heard in the intro theme song, you guys can reach out to me on Twitter at Dirty Dog M E S. That's dog as in D A W G at Dirty Dog M E S on the Twitter. This show, the Doghouse Podcast, is hosted up on MainEventStatus.com. That's again MainEventStatus.com. We are on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash MainEventStatusRadio. That's the other podcasts I do. SoundCloud.com slash main event status radio. And yes, if you guys haven't figured out by now, by the fourth episode, I am up on sound, I am up on iTunes with this podcast. Guys, search out main event status radio, hit the subscribe button, rate, review, and help both podcasts, main event status radio. Maybe help might help bring it back. Might help move up the Doghouse podcast up to do more podcasts, to reach out to more people, to have me babble on about more different topics. Who's to say? Who knows? Whatever. But again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hearing me talk for, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes or so about life, about me processing life with music with John Mellencamp, and I hope you guys enjoyed episode 3 that I did with my buddy Jesse about WWE Payback, hope you guys enjoyed episode 2 of me reviewing Elton John's Wonderful Crazy Nights album, I think Wonderful Crazy Night album, however it goes, whatever it is, I hope you guys enjoyed my first episode on WWE WrestleMania 32 review. I don't know when I'll be out next with the next podcast. This is not podcast number four of the Dog House podcast. And to leave you guys with some final thoughts, I guess a final thought. Life, life is hard. Life ain't going to be the way we want it to be. So be there for people. Don't let certain people get you down down because... They want to spend spend time with other people. There's other there's seven billion other people out there to get to know, to be friends with. Don't hide behind technology. Get to know the get to know each other in person, face to face. Spend time with them. Get to know them as a person. Life is short, even in its longest days. Until next time, I'm the Dirty Dog Darcy for the Doghouse Podcast. I bid you guys adieu.
was amazing. You should, get, you should get much more time than anyone else. That is our show. Good night, everybody. That's so good.